Hello, family and friends. I'm really honored today to have Pastor Brad Kloster out of Bel Air, Michigan. And I looked it up on Google Maps and Pastor, it's way up there in the north. I'm guessing it gets cold once in a while. Yes, we are. There yep. in Michigan. So we think it's cold in Midland sometimes, which is where I met Pastor Brad a few years ago at a conference for, for Dr. Barkley and the Righteous Preacher Network, which we're both part of and honored yes. to be part of. It's an incredible network of people. And so that's where I met Brad, I think, at the pool with his three boys one day swimming in between the, uh, in the sessions there. His wife's name is Lindsay. He's got three boys, Blake. Braden and Benjamin, three good-looking boys, and he pastors Living Word North Church up there in Bel Air, Michigan. And you can contact them through Living Word North on Facebook and Instagram. And But let's pray, Pastor. Father, right. we're just thankful that you're a good God, a merciful God, a loving God. Thank you for your presence being here today and speaking through us, Father. We just come ready to receive what you have for us today through Pastor Brad. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm going to kick Amen. it over to you, Pastor Brad, just let you get going. Well, thanks for having me, Greg. For those of us from Michigan, you can find me by using your left hand where your pinky and your ring finger come together. That's where we are, right on the on the west coast of Michigan there. So, Amen. yes, we do get a little bit of cold and snow there once in a while. <laughs> Looking forward to that as always. Yes. Uh, but, no, we're glad, glad to have, uh, glad to be a part of what you're doing, and thank you for inviting me today. I want to tell a little bit of my story and how I became a pastor. That was certainly not something that I had on my heart. That was my, I like to compare that to my, that was my burning bush experience wow. for Moses, where Moses was wandering through the desert, minding his father-in-law's sheep. And God interrupted his life and God said, I have something for you. Yep. And that's really what I felt like happened to me. And Mine was a little more unfortunate. My father was the pastor of the church where, where we pastor currently, and he was killed in a motorcycle accident. So it was a tragic, very quick. He was killed at age 52 on a motorcycle accident, and he was actually riding to become a motorcycle chaplain for a, group, a local group because he wanted to be a part of this motorcycle group so that he could be ministering the gospel to people wow. in a way that just being a, a pastor of a church wouldn't normally open that door for him. Yeah. He had been riding for six hours that day, and he was 15 minutes from home when the accident happened. Wow. So it was definitely a, it was a blow to us. I still remember where I was and what I was doing when we got that call. And my mom called and said, Dad has been in an accident, come to the hospital. And... On the way to the hospital, we came up upon what we didn't realize was the accident scene because getting from our house to the hospital, we had to go on that same route. Wow. And so we pulled up to the accident scene and I was watching them pull the, the bike off the road and I realized that that was my dad's. And so we made it to the hospital. I did not make it in time to, while he was still living, he died on the way. But it's a, it was a tragic, tragic moment in my life. And although it was a tragic moment, it was also a, like I said, it was my burning bush moment. Mm -hmm. Because in my life, I was a school teacher and still teach, you know, have a, have a teacher's gift yeah. in me. And that was a moment where I had to, had to make a decision. 
about is this going to be the end of me or is this going to be an opportunity for a new beginning? Because it would be very easy for something like that in a, in a moment like that, in a situation like that, it'd be very easy to allow that to take you down wow. and allow that to, to handicap you and hurt you. And some people might never recover from something like that. Yes. Pastor Brad, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. this thought came to me. Did you think at that time about what would my dad tell me to do under that situation, you know, having all those years with him? Well, I think about that. I still think about that. Even what I'm doing right now, I still think about that. And my mom and dad both taught me when I was younger to do the right thing right now. And they said, if you do the right thing right now, you'll never find yourself doing the wrong thing. And because that's always the moment at that, at that moment when I'm like right now, this moment that you and I are in, this is the moment where I've been called by God to do the right thing. And if I just find myself in the situation where I'm doing the right thing and I, I can't say that necessarily I look back at that particular moment and said, dad, what would you want me to do? I was leaning on the voice of the Holy Spirit at that point because it was literally my burning bush talking to me saying, Hey, this is the direction that God needed my life to go. It was a, a definitely a trying time, a definitely a, a tough moment, but God brought me through. And that's been the story of my life that God has brought me through. And I was raised in church, but it hasn't always been a bed of roses being raised in church either. Mm-hmm. I was actually raised in a, in another denomination And we got kicked out of that church because my dad started to read his Bible and started to question some things that was going on in that church and saying, what about this? What about that? What about the gifts of the spirit? What about, what about the Holy Spirit? You know, what about these things? And, and we actually got, we got kicked out of church. The left foot of fellowship. Yeah. And uh, so I learned from a young age that although I did grow up in church, that church was not necessarily always a friendly place for me. And I learned that that was something that I needed to not, I didn't need to lean on my experience in church. I needed to lean on who I was in Christ and I needed to lean on who God was in my life. And, you know, I used to, I used to think to myself that, you know, I didn't really have a story. I didn't really have a testimony because I grew up in church and because I, you know, was, I've never been the path of the prodigal. Yeah. And I used to believe that I never had a testimony, but now I see not just with my, the story of my dad, but now I see just through my life that what greater story could I have than the fact that I haven't walked away. Amen. And so you mentioned my three boys. That's what I want to instill in them, yeah. that they don't have to walk away to do things right. They can do the right thing right now. They don't have to have a, a testimony of falling away and coming back. Why not have a testimony of, I never left. Oh, praise God. Because to me, that's harder to do than having a great testimony. You know, being being able to stand and say, it's not that everything's been perfect, right. but I can stand and say, I've done things right along the way. Yes. And I've really tried with all of my heart to serve God all the days of my life. And I don't ever want to let go of that. And, and I don't plan on my kids ever letting go of that. Amen. So. Expectation. You know, I've got my two youngest. I'm a little bit older than you, Pastor Brad, just turned 60 here last month. And, you know, for my two youngest, you know, they've 
been on that good road all their life and them, you know, Shelby and Tyler, you know, that, that needs to be your testimony as you Absolutely. move forward. So Brad, that, that example to those of us that haven't always lived for the Lord is really encouraging to us that you, you can actually do it from start to finish if your parents raise you in church. Now, you had to make a personal decision at some point in time, right? Oh, absolutely. You remember when that happened? Absolutely. Well, I remember when I was five years old, my grandma led me to the Lord. Wow. And I understood that I needed Jesus. Now, I would say that along the way, you know, sometimes in my teenage years, I like to joke and say I got saved at every altar call. <laughs> and I rededicated my life to him. But, you know, as teenagers, we need a little refocusing sometimes. Yes, we do. But I've had to make that decision on my own. I'm not going to walk away from God. I'm not going to, where, like the disciples said, where would we go? Yeah. Exactly. You know, where would we go? What would we do? What could we possibly do that would be better than where we are now? Yes. Well, we run out of time for today. We're going to continue tomorrow. But if you wouldn't mind uh, praying for our listeners. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone listening right now. I thank you that the, the power of the Holy Spirit is just coming over their life. And maybe there are some facing a tragedy or maybe there are some facing their burning bush moment father i pray that you would lead them and guide them in your steps by the power of your holy spirit and that they would follow you and they would submit their lives to you all the days of their life and their testimony would be that they're not walking away from you either and we thank you for it father in jesus name amen amen well folks you can contact our ministry at celebrate jesus ministry at gmail.com or you can contact pastor brad at living word north on facebook or instagram and we love you all please go talk to someone about jesus today and remember jesus thought about you on the cross at calvary <laughs>